the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app too. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. That's D-E-M-O-S-S. I had a phone call yesterday from someone said, how do you say your name? I spell it for me. All right. D-E-M, as in Mary, as in Mark, as in Martha, as in Mr. O-S-S, as in Sam, as in Silly, Tim DeMoss Show. Now that we have that clear, thanks for tuning in. Cloudy, shower two possible this evening, low 48, a lot of clouds tomorrow, a little sun, maybe a shower or two, got a couple daughters with softball games we're going to be watching and seeing, is it going to happen or not, 57 the high tomorrow, Sunday for Mother's Day, some sun early, cloudy or a shower two possible later in the day, and the high is 62. Sixers are home tonight against New Orleans at 7. Flyers are at Washington, also at 7. And the Phillies at Atlanta tonight at 7.20. So, Victoria, if a person is a sports fan, they could get a little sore thumb with the remote tonight. Possibly, yes. So, stretch that thumb. <laughs> Don't just yep. jump right in. Right, exactly. S- serious. Might be flipping around quite a bit tonight. <laughs> serious business. Well, on the topic of the Phillies especially, they've been doing really well. They've won four in a row. And uh, they swept Milwaukee. Milwaukee is one of the best teams in the league, so that's that's nice. They, They're uh, a whole two games over five hundred now. That's right. That's right. Well, <laughs> that's good enough for first place. Right. You do what you can. Uh, one of the reasons they won yesterday, Alec Bohm with a home run in the seventh inning to break a scoreless tie. Phillies manager Joe Girardi on how important that whole uh, home run was. Really big. You know that if you get in the back end of their bullpen, it's tough. And Alex's numbers don't reflect how hard he's hit the ball this year. They just don't. And, and it's unfortunate for him because it's frustrating for him. But we recognize that he's hitting the ball hard. He's not running into a lot of luck um, is the bottom line. But that's a that's a big home run. You know, with those two guys on the mound today, one run felt like a lot. It really did. Woodruff is as good as advertised. He's got special stuff. He's got late movement. He's got velocity. He's got four pitches he can throw at you. And Zach just was able, you know, he outpitched him. Zach has great stuff, too. So we saw an old-fashioned pitching duel today. That's Phillies manager Joe Girardi after yesterday's win over Milwaukee. 2-0 wins. Uh, speaking of Zach, Zach Wheeler, how did he feel to pitch such a great game? Pitch nine innings, complete game, game just three hits, shut out Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, that's a goal, right? Every time it's a go out there, pitch seven, seven innings or more, being realistic, you know, it's hard to throw a complete game every time. But, you know, that's the goal, seven to seven to nine innings. And, um, you know, just trying to save the bullpen and you know, just help your team out the, the best you can. Uh, Andrew Knapp was behind the plate last night or yesterday afternoon for Zach Wheeler. And 
Here is his perspective on Wheeler's performance. He had a really good feel for that cutter up and into those lefties. Obviously, the fastball is there. He was, I mean, someone said he was still hitting 98 in the ninth inning, which is crazy. But he was able to kind of equalize a lot of those guys with that cutter up and in on the hands um, and then be able to throw that fastball away. So that was a big pitch for us today. 98 miles an hour. Have you ever gone to one of those uh, carnival things and they and you throw and I have. I, I have to say I have not quite reached uh, 90s, <laughs> but uh, I don't remember how much, but definitely wasn't that high. But I'm always amazed. I, I think actually it was funny. There was a video where someone was throwing that hard and they got signed. That was some kind sure. of viral moment. I forgot that happened last year, but that's crazy. I can't imagine throwing that hard or being hit by a pitch that's that hard. That's the other thing. That's true. I think mid-60s, high-60s is the most I've ever thrown, which is like not bad. Yeah. speed for a pitcher. Well, you know, we're not all professional MLB no. players, are we? You know, That's exactly it. We have to st- uh, stick to our strengths and, and applaud those who are able to do that. And uh, that's the Phillies again with a 2 nothing win. So uh, all the teams in action this evening. As far as today, Victoria, it's our famous Friday show. And we have a lot going on today. A little later on in the hour, WWE superstar Drew McIntyre. He has a book out called A Chosen Destiny, My Story. We'll chat with him a little bit about that. His heyday, wrestling heyday, has passed. But uh, every now and again, we like to have interesting guests on, like Drew McIntyre. So he'll join us a little later on the program. Also, to play back our conversation with Matthew West from a couple of days ago, just a short conversation, but he was great. We have the Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest concerts, which start tonight and run all weekend. Matthew himself has been doing music for a lot of years. He's a five time Grammy nominee, he's won a Dove Award. He um, has written songs with pretty much everybody. Very funny guy as well. He is hosting this concert all weekend long from his personal kind of, it's called the Story House in Nashville, Tennessee. So we gave away some tickets for that, some live streams. You can still buy them if you want to for tonight. I think there are a couple shows, a couple more tomorrow, and one on Sunday for Mother's Day, something like that. But in the interim, if you would like to call in, and if you can say, Matthew West Presents... West Friends Fest, three times without fail. We'll give you a gift card to Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. So take it as a little challenge, shall you? 800-560-WFIL. You can do that now, and we'll take calls as we can throughout the program. Anybody who can call in to say, Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest, three times with no stumbles. Get your gift card, $5.60 to Dunkin', Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. A couple coffees, donut, breakfast sandwich, water, ice, whatever you got. All right? So take it upon yourself. You can practice if you want and then call in. Again, the title of it is Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest. Could be fun to hear people try this. Back with more, it's Tim DeMar's show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Oh, did I say, Victoria, we're having the pun segment at the end? I believe so, but you can also, you know, repeat yeah. it if you want. You said fun Friday show, so people usually know that means the puns. Yeah, I don't want to, can you hit the pun button just before I forget? I want to make sure that they're actually working. Pick any one you want. Your choice. He's looking at you, kid. Yes, we're set. Humphrey we're Bogart. set. There we go. <laughs> We're set for the pun segment on the back end. All right. Quick break. Back with more in a second. WFIL.
You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's time for us to do something. AM 560 WFIL.com. It's time for us to do something. On the app, one of many great songs Matthew West has done over the years. It's do something. Love that song. It's 421 on The Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in today. As we uh, continue our famous Friday show, we are mentioning how tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, there's something called Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest, and it's a collaborative concert. He has about a dozen artists joining him. Matthew and his band will be on stage, but then there's all kinds of collaborations going on, and Matthew joined our program uh, a couple days ago. Uh, actually, it was Tuesday, I think. I want to play back that conversation for you because it's just a lot of fun. Matthew is very serious, very passionate about his walk with the Lord, very intentional, but also a great sense of humor and appreciates having fun. Uh, so we're going to play that in a minute, but it has somebody calling in here. I think it's, uh, who's this, by the way? Hi, it's Rhea. Rhea, from? From Orland, Pennsylvania. All right. Now, Rhea, we have a gift card to Duncan Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. If you can say... Matthew West presents West Friends Fest three times without messing it up. Do you think you can do it? Yes. All right. Victoria, you'll be the judge. You ready, Victoria? I'm ready. All right. Whenever you're ready, you can go. Matthew West presents West Friends Fest. Matthew West presents West Friends Fest. Matthew West presents West Friends Fest. Nice job. I think that was pretty good. I could say go a little faster, but Thank I think that you. was good. <laughs> that was well done. I was impressed. Because while you're on your second one there, I'm thinking, oh, she's going to hurry up. She's going to accelerate. And she's going to stumble. And she didn't. Well done. So I applaud Thank you. On, you. I'm very proud of you. And uh, I'll put you on hold here. And Victoria, grab your info. And you can tell her which one you want. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Well done. It's my your show. Uh, sorry, I didn't hear I enjoy listening to your show. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening in and being part of it, too. It's always more fun with participation. <laughs> so thanks for hanging on there, uh, and we'll pass you over there. Victoria will do that, and as we do that, we invite you, after the chat here with Matthew, which I'll play for you, to call in again. So uh, Rhea is not the only one who can call in win. You can do the same thing. Want to practice? It's Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest. Details on that, by the way, and uh, live stream tickets available at WFIL.com. Here is our conversation with Matthew West. I'll play it in two parts for you, a few minutes each. And uh, this is from Matthew on Tuesday. Hey, Tim. Matthew West, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for taking the time today. Vice, vice versa, for sure. We've uh, How's it going? We, <laughs> overall, it's great. Uh, and I want to personally thank you for naming your event um, the tongue twister that it is. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> Yeah, say that five times real fast. I, I'm lucky if I can say it once without stumbling through it. And um, although I thought, you know, if you ever do, because I know you love humor, if you ever have a one where it's your closest friends and then there's comedy involved, it could be the Matthew West Presents West Best Friends Jest Fest. So just file, <laughs> file that away for future reference. Uh, all right. I, I've got that. I've got that written down. That's good stuff. <laughs> Well, I think we, we've met a couple times over the years. You meet so many people. I think you did a concert in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, a few years back. Was Francesca Benestelli, uh-huh. would she have been there? 
Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's correct. That and with Toby Mac one time and David Akers, mutual friend. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, wait, you know David? Very well, actually. That's funny. Yeah, he lives in Nashville now. Yeah. He was on the He's show. He was on the show last week, and I, I, I mentioned that we were going to maybe be talking, and he said, "Matthew's a man's man," and we still haven't gotten together for dinner. <laughs> so, He's a man's man. <laughs> yes, he, he he spoke well of you. So That's funny. He's a nice dude, man. We need to. We always talk about getting together, and then we never do. So we we got to we got to make up for some lost time for sure. That's exactly what he said. Well, I'm thinking also your podcast might be a, a way to hook up because you have athletes and stuff in your podcast, among others, right? That is a great idea, actually. Yeah, we have all you know guests of all different kinds, but he's you know he's got such a great story and uh, he's just such a good dude, man. So um, you know he's he's one of Philly's uh, Philly's finest. <laughs> I agree. I agree. He was in Philly for a fundraiser for a soccer uh, ministry. My daughter was a camp counselor at, and uh, so he was on the show. And then he came in, and we had dinner, you know, nearby. And he presented. He did a great job. So, anyhow, well, yeah. do you remember when he when he presented at the um, NFL draft a few years yeah. ago? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He was, dude. He went nuts, man. I thought he was going to get like fruit thrown at him or whatever. But now, are you from? the philly area yeah i grew up here although my mom is from your hometown and my mom is from chicago and uh, my dad was from new york greek immigrants and so well their parents were all came from from greece and turkey and uh two generations ago so right. my, my last name would be papadopoulos if they hadn't changed it and uh, went to demosthenes and then shortened to demos so okay all right yeah how about you're from and chicago we're in chicago northbrook um, I have family in Northbrook now. I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm not sure exactly what part of Chicago mom was born in, but we have family reunions out there every now and again. You were from there, right? From Chicago, or do you? You don't live there. Yeah, now, but... good memory. Yeah, um, I grew up in the suburbs. I, I can't quite. I'm trying to think of where Northbrook is in relation to where I grew up, but I grew up in like the Downers Grove area. Okay. Um, just out, uh, like, the southwest suburbs of um, Chicago. Okay. Were you there so, for a lot of years? Or when did you wind up heading out of, out of town for college? I was there, like, my whole childhood until I went to, um, until I moved to Nashville. So Okay. Yeah. Wow, so yeah. when you pick a sports team, are you Cubs, White Sox, are you Nashville teams, Tennessee teams? Well, if, if I'm talking to, to the listeners in Philly, then I got to tell them, you know, <laughs> of course, I, got, I can't tell him I'm a Cubs fan. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed. You're allowed. Of course. Yeah. I just but, like, uh, yeah. So I grew up in Chicago and, and definitely grew up listening to, or grew up like watching the all Chicago sports, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, we just, just loved every baseball, basketball, football, you know, repeat. That was kind of my life. So, Bulls, Bears, Cubs, White Sox even, you know, loved it all and still do. That's Matthew West. Part one of our chat we had a couple days ago, and uh, I want to play that back for you because tonight is the night for Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest. Matthew has, uh, I don't know how many albums he has at this point. He has five books he's written. He's got, I don't know, six, seven, eight albums. And um, the newest album is called Brand New. 
There's a song from it called uh, The God Who Stays, which is a great a great song. The video for it's very powerful. If we have time, I'll throw that song on again. We played it a couple of times this week. Uh, but I want to go to a quick break, come back, and play the rest of that conversation with Matthew, where he actually talks more, really, about what the event is. So in case you're interested in checking it out tonight, tomorrow, and or Sunday, uh, you'll have more backdrop as to what that's all about. Also want to invite you to call in at 800-560-WFIL and have fun, 800-560-9345. Like, I think it was, it was Leah or Rhea. Rhea called in from Orland. Rhea. Rhea. If you can say, Matthew West presents West Friends Fest three times without messing up, we'll give you a gift card, $5.60 to Rita's, Panera, Wawa, or Duncan. Your choice. Matthew West presents West Friends Fest. That's what we're looking for you to say. And we'll leave that open to anybody who wants to call in and give it a shot at 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. Back with more in just a moment in WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 4.33 at the Tim DeMoss Show, low 48 ahead. Cloudy skies, maybe a shower or two. Tomorrow on the cloudy side, maybe a little sun. A couple showers possible, high 57. Cooler tomorrow. Sunday, some sun early. Looks like clouds and a shower or two possible later in the day. Sunday's high 62. Sixers home tonight against New Orleans at 7, Flyers at Washington at 7, and the Phillies at Atlanta at 7.20. Zach Eflin on the mound for the Phillies. They have won four games in a row. After yesterday's 2-0 win over Milwaukee, Alec Bohm, who hit a home run, said, what do you think is the strong point of this team? I really think just our, our fight. You know, I think, you know, we have great pitching. We have, we've got, got a deep lineup, but I think one thing that stands out to me is how, you know, we fight, whether we're, we get down quick early or, you know, things aren't going well and we're in a close game late or, you know, we're down late. We can we can put together a five-run inning just like that. And I think uh, everybody kind of realizes that and there's not a lot of panic in the dugout. There's not a lot of, you know, I think everybody just knows that we keep going up there, we keep fighting, you know, good things are going to happen. It's Philly's uh, third baseman, Alec Bohm, who had a home run yesterday. Andrew Knapp was behind the plate when Zach, uh, Zach uh, Wheeler – was on the mound and, and threw a complete game shutout. Great game. Gave just three, uh, three hits. And after the game, Knapp was asked about the so-called big three for the Phillies, which would be Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, who pitched yesterday, and Zach Eflin, who's pitching tonight. It's been huge. I mean, they've kept us in it. There's been um, some streakiness with the bats, but those guys have been able to grind basically the entire time and, and step up when we need them. I mean, that was a huge day, especially not just for the team, but for the bullpen. You know, those guys needed a break. And for him to go out and just complete game is just uh, pretty much perfect for us. First place Phillies has a nice ring to it, although they, you know, 17 and 15, not the greatest record in the world, but it's good enough for first place. You take what you can and move from there. Speaking of numbers, 211 Bibles down and 1,989 to go. Talking about a partnership with Bible League, open the floodgates, which is what the campaign is called. This month, we're looking to hopefully provide 2,200 Bibles for believers in Africa who don't have a Bible yet. How cool would that be to give somebody their first Bible and in their own language? There's so much right about this. Uh, let me just give you the number and um, write it down. Give a call. 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673. 
or at WFIL.com. As Bible League looks to reach adults, youth, children, and inmates in 12 African nations. What a privilege this is for WFIL to be able to do with your help. Thank you for those who have helped already. And uh, we have a scoreboard on our homepage, by the way. We update every weekday as we get the updates from Bible League. So you can have fun looking at that, too, and watch the, the numbers shift from how many so far to how many we have left. Uh, and again, WFIL.com for that. All right, so here's the other part of our conversation with Matthew West. At least we'll play part of the part about the Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest event, which is happening tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Speaking of sports, tell us about the Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest guests. <laughs> I just want to hear you say that five times real fast. So. No, we, uh, you know, the whole idea for this event came from really just kind of being sick and tired of being separated from everybody for so long. And, you know, I haven't been able to see so many of my fellow artists. And normally we get to meet up on, on the road and at festivals and conferences and things like that. And we just haven't been able to do that. So a lot of these artists, you know, I write songs with a lot of artists for their rock records and stuff like that. And the closest we've come to each other is the occasional Zoom call songwriting session. So, when things started to kind of clear back up again, um, we decided to, to do a virtual concert unlike anything we'd ever done before, and that was to invite everybody over to my studio. My studio is called The Story House, and, um, and so I invited all these friends over to The Story House to, uh, to do a concert unlike anything we've done this past year. We've been doing these virtual concerts throughout the last year, and it's been so awesome just seeing people from around the country and around the world join us. And it's a really neat way to stay connected and keep encouraging people. Just a powerful night of music and ministry and laughter. And so uh, I invited a bunch of friends over and uh, people who tune in for the show are going to, are going to get a real treat. Every performance is, is a performance that's never been done before, uh, different collaborations. And it's going to be a blast. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And how about you personally? Are you, in and, in and out of it? Are you emceeing it and then doing a few songs, or how do you factor in for your music? Yeah, so I'm in the show from top to bottom, and I just invite different artists to join me uh, and my band in the studio, and they hop in, and a lot of times we'll do like one of their songs together as a duet, and then they'll join me on one of my songs. And so it's super cool to see it like come together. We just had a blast like singing and playing on each other's songs, and you know, you're going to get to hear, like, uh, you know, um, it's all different types of things, too. So, like, uh, my friend Carly Pierce, who's a big country star, she just won an ACM award. Uh, she joins me, and we sing one of her songs that was a big country hit, and then she sings Truth Be Told with me. And then, you know, groups like Kane, who just had a big number one song in Christian music, and Micah Tyler, and Austin French. I mean, the list is long. There's, like, ten different artists. Even my friend Annie F. Downs, who's a, an amazing author and speaker and podcast host, she joins for some encouragement. It's just really cool. It's just the whole show came together in such a neat way. So we're really excited. It's a great way, too, for like, you know, it's, it, it's taking place Mother's Day weekend. Right. And, you know, a lot of people still can't, like, gather together like they would hope to and uh, you know, people are still getting back to traveling and stuff like that. But this is a great way to kind of hang out with, you know, get a gift for your mom and, and join together. And we wanted to make tickets super affordable so that 
you know, you gather around your TV and hang out, and uh, there's a lot of really cool things about it. We had last virtual concert, we had families from Philadelphia and families from Japan all watching at the same time, and mm. it was just so cool to see how, you know, even in a difficult time, we're all able to still find ways to connect, and most importantly, to connect to the heart of God, and that's really what these events are all about, like helping to encourage people during difficult times, and you know, music can do that, but most importantly, Christ-centered music. And I know you know all about that because that's the ministry that you guys and that we're in together. That's Matthew West. He was on the show on Tuesday. It's part of our conversation. Again, Matthew West presents West Friends Fest, which starts tonight. A couple of shows, a couple of shows tomorrow, I think, and one more on Mother's Day. You can get a live stream access deal through WFIL.com. We have a brief break, and then we're bringing on board a very special guest, his name is Drew McIntyre. He's a WWE, I think, two-time champion, and he has a book out. just came out called A Chosen Destiny, My Story. So we'll have him on the program, and we'll cap off the show with our famous Now That's Punny segment. Looking forward to that very much. Back with more in just a second on WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 4.43 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Bringing on board a very special guest, two-time WWE champion and superstar in that field, Drew McIntyre, new book called A Chosen Destiny, My Story. How you doing, sir? Oh, it is going fantastic. Just <laughs> chatting it up about the fact that I have a book, which is crazy to me. I cannot believe I have a book. <laughs> Well, there are a lot of things in your book where that seems to be a theme. Things you, who would have who would have ever thought, right? And and then a lot of good things. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Like uh, <laughs> a lot of things that who would have thought positively, and a lot of things who would have thought negatively. But that's the the fun thing about a chosen destiny. Like there's a a lot of ups, a lot of downs, and a lot of lessons learned for me personally, and hopefully for everyone out there reading. You know, they can take um, some lessons from it, too, uh, from my journey. Uh, namely, if you're going through a difficult time right now, that was my objective with the book, is to help people out there that are struggling, going through a difficult time, to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I know that there are a couple of very special ladies in your life who had a huge impact. Uh, take your time with that, if you would. Share, I guess, starting with Mother's Day coming up, your mom had a huge inspiration and, and has been all your life uh, through the ups and downs. Share about your mom and... And, um, and you know, how that could be of encouragement to others, too. Yeah, I mean, my mom uh, was the most important person in my life. Um, growing up, um, you know, she's such a special lady herself. Um, when she was in her early 20s, as I talk about in the book, she was afflicted by a very rare um, genetic disorder called cerebellar ataxia, where the balance portion of your brain essentially dies. So she was just living a normal life. This condition kicked in. She was coming home on the bus from work <clears throat> and it kicked in and an elderly couple kind of had to help her get back home and my nana took her around all these doctors trying to figure out what was going on and nobody knew it's such a rare condition now but especially back then like nobody had it only a few people in the UK even had this condition try to diagnose her eventually they found you know a specialist and he essentially told her or told my nana her mom and she's going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life her brain's going to deteriorate and that's just going to be her life my nana wasn't going to take that for an answer. She found another doctor um, in Glasgow, in Scotland, who said we can balance this out the best we can with medication 
and they did. You know, she had a still balance problem where she would have to use the walls to balance, other people to balance, um, and she couldn't ride properly, shaky hands, shaky eyeballs, but he managed to balance it out the best he could. Eventually, she meets my dad and gets pregnant and was told, you've got to get rid of the baby. We don't know the risks involved if you're going to have this child. Her exact words my dad tells me as I talk about in the book where I'd rather die than not have this kid. Yeah. That was me. She went on to have my brother. And growing up, she did everything for us and any other mother would do. We lived in a small apartment by design so she could use the walls to balance herself. She would make us our food, balance herself down the wall with one plate, hand it to my brother and I, play the computer, head back. And we said this terrible thing, all this, but she made this normal. Went back on the other plate, balanced herself down the wall, handed up off the other plate. If her friends were ever there, they were running around helping her. Like, what is wrong with you two? Why did you never help your mom? <laughs> we're like, what are we talking about? She doesn't need to help. She's got it. And she always said, you know, there's always someone worse off. And to grow up around that and how she just pushed through, like, every adversity that was ever put in her way, every, like, obstacle that was ever put in her path, I didn't realize subconsciously she was planting in my head that I can do anything in this life. And my dream was to be in WWE which for anyone is very unlikely, but for a kid in Scotland and no one had ever done it before, it's so unlikely. And when I got old enough that I started running around and helping her because I realized, oh my goodness, I need to help my mom. Like She just made this normal and she's willing to do all this stuff herself because she clearly needs the help. She'll just never ask for it. Um, that, I, that I said to myself, if she can push through all this and overcome everything she's overcome, I can achieve my dreams too. And I more started understanding it as the years passed um, and I got into my 20s and stuff. And people started asking me, how did you pull this off? The first Scotsman signed to WWE, making all these big dreams come true. And I tell them, it's because of my mom. Like, I grew, I had an unfair advantage. I had a superhero for a mother, and I never realized it until I got a little bit older. It's amazing. It's a, I love that story. My mom passed a few years ago, uh, and she had a lot of physical issues as well. And one day my dad said, Dora, I don't like seeing you suffering. And she says, who says I'm suffering? I'm in pain, but I'm not suffering. And it was just the attitude, you know, really carried her. And, and it sounds like your mom is very special that way. Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. would say the exact same thing. Like, there's nothing wrong. There's always someone worse off. <laughs> always the attitude. Even, like, as I talk about in the book later in life, when yes. I was in WWE and she got sick with cancer, with the chemotherapy, radiation, like, don't you dare come home. Or I'll kick your butt. Keep pushing, achieving your dream. Uh, that was the only time that I saw her like in pain. She wouldn't tell me, she wouldn't say it, but I knew like uh, she'd lost her hair and was like wearing the wig at the time. And I know as a female how much that affected her, even though she wouldn't say it. And that's when things started going bad for me and really affecting me, even though I didn't say it to many people. Like, that's when the drinking started, the nights out, the not speaking about my emotions and trying to numb them with alcohol. And it escalated out of control. And when she passed inevitably because of the cancer, that was game over for me. I went off the deep end. And there was just no stopping me until like the other strong woman in my life came along, my wife. And she's the one that put me back on course to becoming the man I am today. Yeah, your wife, Caitlin. Share, share something special about her, how she has been a, a help to you over the years. Yeah, I mean, there's no WWE champion two times. So to be three-time WWE champion through McIntyre without Caitlin. It's as simple as that. Um, she believed in me. She believed in us. When I was fired uh, from WWE, she stuck by my side, um, even though I was never home. Like I made a decision to become the biggest wrestler in the world outside of WWE, and it involved a lot of sacrifice, not just for me, but especially for her, because I was traveling all the time. I was never home, and in the ring, I was highly successful, luckily, but out of the ring, I was still a train wreck, and she was holding the fort at home, and it got to the point um, when I broke my neck, I was stationary, for the first time ever with her. 
that she had to kind of sit down with me as I detail in the book and said, Joey, you're about to crash and burn. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm the biggest wrestler outside of WWE. And she was like, yeah, it's only so long you can go in this path before you're going to, you know, something bad's going to happen. You can't keep living like this. And also, I'm going to leave your butt because it's not fair in our relationship. And I talked to her. I talked to my family. I, I realized that my, you know, going out and drinking, et cetera, wasn't an addiction. It was a bad habit. It was how I was dealing with my emotions. I cut out all the negatives. I made that decision. You've got to want to do it for yourself. It was easy to do. I realized how much it was affecting everyone around me and it was affecting me. And I cut it all out. I started opening myself up more emotionally to her, which was a huge weight off my shoulders. And suddenly, without those negatives in my life, my head cleared up. I had this brain cloud I assumed was just there permanent. My body improved dramatically. I was in the best shape of my life. Within two months, I was back in WWE. And a few years later, I am very lucky to be in top of the industry, you know, two-time WWE champion. And it's not just where I'm at professionally, which is pretty cool, my life stream, but where I'm at personally as a man uh, because of Caitlin and the journey to get there and all the lessons I learned are obviously detailed um, in the book. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Drew, on putting it out. A Chosen Destiny, my story, just in the moments we have left. You, you mentioned it just kind of a, about the criminology you were studying before you uh, left in, in Scotland and came to the U.S. Any interest in maybe re, you know, going that direction one day or, or in some shape or form? Um, I, mean, I can't imagine me using the degree um, as such um, one day. You know, I always said, like jokingly, when, when I was studying, like I want to be able to profile you know, all the, the maniacs I've got to work with in the wrestling business. <laughs> right. Um, but I've got a big interest in that area still to this day. You know, I was such a big um, you know, crime show fan as a kid, an X-Files fan. My favorite TV show of all time, the greatest serial killer of all time, Murder, She Wrote, was my favorite show. <laughs> right. Um, so one of these days, you know, maybe like I'll, I'll do something like appear on a, one of those CSI-type shows because I still have a huge interest in it. So yeah. if anyone's out there with any ideas for Drew McIntyre to be involved in one of those shows, <laughs> That, that'd be fun. Well, God bless you, Drew. Thank you so much for taking time with us today. Have a great rest of your day. Congratulations again on the book. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Have Hope a good in the future. That's Drew McIntyre, WWE superstar from Scotland, two-time champion, uh, one-time WWE Intercontinental champ, two-time WWE. See that three times fast. Tag time, a tag team champ. All six foot five of them. Yeah. Hey, quick break, and then we have our fine cherry on the Sunday for this week. Now that's punny. This is also your last chance. If you want to call in 800-560-WFIL to say Matthew West presents West Friends Fest three times in a row. You can do that without stumbling. We'll give you a gift card to Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. Matthew West presents West Friends Fest, the big event happening this weekend. Uh, all weekend long live stream event, which you can access through WFIL.com. Back with more in a second, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.55, and that music can mean only one thing. Well, two things. Either the Harlem Globetrotters are in town, or it's now that's funny. And in this case, it's the second. Victoria, are you ready? I'm born ready for this. (laughs) You have all those buttons. Absolutely. You ready? All right. Why couldn't the pony sing in the choir? Why? Because he was a little hoarse. (laughs) 
So, Victoria, a woman walks into the ER and she sits down. After a moment of silence, she shouts, shouldn't. A minute passes. Can't. Wouldn't. Another minute passes. Oughtn't. Could've. Won't. Doctor hears her shouts, dashes over and says, somebody call the maternity ward. This woman's having contractions. To be frank, Victoria, I'd have to change my name. Why? To be frank, I'd have to change my uh-oh, name. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> That's what my brain was like just now. He who laughs last thinks slowest. See what I mean? That's a... <laughs> it's not my day, but I'll give you a slight clap on that. I am not a big fan of Russian dolls. I'll just say that because they are so full of themselves. They're also always one-upping each other. <laughs> I need to shake my head. Emo- uh, they have the emoji, but not the sound effect. Thank you to Tim and Glenside. Try for those. again. <laughs> By the way, we have the Deeper Faith Alaska cruise later this summer. Laura Story, Michael O'Brien, Alistair Begg was coming up here in a couple minutes. On board, wonderful experience, and they make stops all over the place. A friend of mine actually went on a previous Deeper Faith Alaska cruise. She said she thought she saw an eye doctor on one of the Alaskan islands. Turns out, it was just an optical illusion. (laughs) The Aleutian Islands are a chain of 14 large volcanic uh, islands and 55 smaller ones, most of which belong to Alaska. That's That's, cool. Yeah, a little little knowledge. A little knowledge in this program. It's not just fluff. Victoria, I don't know about you, but people can be so judgmental. I can tell just by looking at them. <laughs> Went to the acupuncturist this week. He was really good. And afterward, I thanked him for a jab well done. My mom always said that life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Well, I'll give you another pun. You know this. An unknown person... Stole, I don't know if you heard this, the toilets at the, at the Plymouth White Marsh Police Station yesterday. The police have nothing to go on. But if you have any clues, give them a call. Last night, my wife stops me and says, you weren't even listening, were you? I thought, man, that's a really weird way to start a conversation. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> That'll do it. Thanks for listening. Have a lovely weekend. Tip your wagers. Enjoy the video. We'll be here all weekend. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.